Welcome back to The Mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey. And you're listening to our weekly segment called The 5-Minute Pick-Me-Up, where we tell you stories to motivate you for the week to come. And today's episode is dedicated to all of you entrepreneurs and even freelancers and solopreneurs that are feeling stressed, are feeling overwhelmed with the amount of work that needs to get done every single day. And we're going to give you one simple answer that you probably have heard before, but maybe you just haven't had time to implement it. And this week we want you to prioritize it. And that is delegation. We want to start the episode by referencing a tweet that we read from Andrew Wilkinson, who's the co-founder of Tiny and owner of Dribble and MetaLab. He's a serial entrepreneur that I follow on Twitter. If you want to follow him, it's A. Wilkinson with a K. This is his tweet. As a CEO, your job is actually to do nothing. CEOs who actually perform duties within their companies are failing. Your job is to set strategy and culture, delegate and incentivize. Same goes for executives. You are just more focused mini CEOs who report up. Well, me and Vadim actually believe that this rule is not just for people that are necessarily building, you know, high growth, scalable technology ventures that are going to have several thousands of employees eventually. This is also really critical for any entrepreneur, whether you have a home painting business or a plumbing business or a small design consultancy that you're running with just yourself and maybe a couple of contractors. It's critical to learn how to delegate if you want to have a chance at growing at all. Now, let's be clear. If you're just starting your business and nothing is proven yet, if you don't have a repeatable model that is able to generate revenue, you have nothing to delegate yet. You still have to figure everything out, especially in the early days. However, even as you're building your business, as you're creating these systems, as things start to work, you need to have the concept of delegation top of mind right away because that is going to be how you set yourself up for success as you grow and scale. The two main topics that we're going to discuss over the next couple of minutes are first, having the right people in place, and then finally, actually investing the time up front to be able to then effectively be able to delegate to those people. So once you have a business that you can scale, you are now becoming more informed about the types of people that you need to bring on to delegate your tasks to. But the reason why it's important to think about the right types of people to bring on is, is because having the wrong people in place will actually create more work for you. It'll create more opportunities for you to want to micromanage things, completely defeating the purpose of bringing on a team to scale what you have already developed. So that's step number one for any startup, whether, again, you are a a freelance shop or you're building a tech company, it's important to have the right people in place that actually belong in an early stage environment and a part of a small team. Not everybody is good for a small team or even should be part of one. The number one requirement for someone that you should be looking for is a person that deeply cares about the mission of whatever problem you're solving or whatever customer that you're serving. The reason why it's important to have somebody that's behind the business and why you run the business in the first place is because if the person doesn't believe in what the business is doing, they're never going to have the intrinsic motivation and creativity that they need to have in order to be able to effectively solve the day-to-day problems that you need them to solve without going to you for every single little thing. So that creativity initially comes from that belief in the mission and wanting to solve the problem yourself. 
Now that leads us to our next point, the other character trait of the types of people that you need to bring onto the team to effectively delegate tasks and scale processes are people that are self-starters, people that are self-motivated, they're creative about the way that they solve problems, they're intrinsically curious about the problems of the customer, for example, where they'll go above and beyond to figure out that they can come up with a solution. People that are resourceful, who will seek out solutions on their own or have the wherewithal to come to you with the right questions when they need clarification and when they get stuck. Now, how do you test for that kind of self-startedness? It's great to look at people who have done entrepreneurial things in the past themselves. Maybe they've run a club on campus. Maybe they had done a nonprofit of their own, right? There's a lot of different ways that people exhibit that self-startedness. Maybe they've been part of another early stage team. And you might have to give some sort of initial assignment during the recruiting process where you get to see how creative are they. You know, if you ask them to do an assignment, are they just checking the boxes and doing what you asked? Or are they maybe doing something else and going above and beyond to contribute to the assignment in a way that you didn't even explicitly ask them to do so, right? So you're trying to assess in that interview process, is this someone who does things without necessarily being handheld and being told what to do? Another good litmus test is finding people that are better than you at the task or thing that you are planning on delegating to them. There's nothing more liberating than bringing somebody on the team that is an expert at something and giving them the freedom to take direction to take creative license with whatever it is that you're doing and make it even better. 10x whatever results you were hoping to get yourself because of the insight that they have. Now, of course, in that scenario, you do want to bring in people that are directly experienced in whatever it is you're looking to delegate to them. I should add that being a self-starter is definitely a critical trait that you need to be filtering for, but it's also not enough. You need people that are going to be willing to do the small things. Oftentimes, when you're part of an early stage team, you're doing tasks, sometimes repetitive tasks, that are not always the most fun thing to do. And you need people on your team that are going to be able to take things off your plate such as some of those repeatable tasks, and do it in stride. Be excited to do it because they understand it's part of their job and it needs to get done. Now, sometimes it's hard to figure out how to actually identify this personality trait or these various personality traits that we listed. But we want you to think about people that you are currently working with now or maybe people that you have worked with in the past. If you're earlier on in your career, it could be students that you had in classrooms. Think about the people that you just trusted blindly to do the work, to get things done, to figure out problems no matter how difficult they were. I bet you can think of one or two people right now that you worked with in the last two years that were your go-to person. It may have been somebody above you, somebody below you, or somebody at your level, but someone that you can almost trust blindly. These are fundamentally the types of people that you want to bring onto your team early on because later they will be leaders as well and they will be delegating away their tasks. So let's now assume that you found a few of these key people that you're ready to go with and ready to delegate to and you think you can trust them and hopefully that's going to be the case. What is the next thing that you need to make sure to do to effectively delegate and not have a situation where you and the person that you're managing is frustrated, that is actually spending time up front before they even start on their first day in investing in creating the processes and systems that will help them know exactly what to do and hit the ground running once they start. 
So you do have to realize that simply hiring people to solve problems for you is not the solution. There will have to be some time investment up front and a significant time investment up front to actually hand off whatever it was that you were doing. In the long run, of course, the idea is that this will make your life much, much easier, but you will effectively then become a recruiter and manager and not an individual contributor, but it does take some upfront work. So what do we mean by some of that upfront work, Sergey? Well, one thing that you have to do is create a consistent form for communicating priorities. Your priorities as a business are constantly going to be changing, and you in your head probably know exactly what needs to be done day to day, week to week, month to month to make your business successful. But don't assume that your team, no matter how much of a self-starter the person on your team is, knows what those priorities should be as, as well. They probably don't, and you need to be able to communicate that effectively. So even something as simple as a weekly check-in process initially that you put into place in order to sync up on what those priorities should be is a great first start. The other thing you could do that's relatively easy but will take some time up front is document your existing processes. You're the steps that you take to solve problems currently, the different tasks that you do on a weekly basis. Creating a system of documentation, a wiki, if you will, does require some time investment, but can be a great way for somebody to start diving into your current process to break it apart and create their own systems and processes. Some of the best companies I've worked for on the first week of onboarding when I got to the company, they had... Google Docs for me to sift through videos, you know, recording video tutorials of certain processes, uh, logins for certain technologies that I had to learn on the upfront. Have all these systems set up so the person has something to do that first week where they can really dive deep and understand how you function as a company. It might take a couple of weekends to put this together, but in the long run, it's really going to pay off. And of course, as you start moving away from being an individual contributor in your own business to managing people, you do have to learn to let go. This is, of course, very difficult, especially when things are working, because you do have to have a lot of trust in the fact that other people will be as successful or more successful than you in executing on these various tasks. But if you don't let go, then you're just, again, creating more work for yourself, and you will never actually ultimately end up scaling, which was the purpose of this exercise in the first place. One way to check yourself and to get better at letting go is Take note anytime that any of your team members or people that report to you come to you with a question. Do you immediately go into solution mode and try to list and tell them exactly what to do? Or do you seek to get their suggestion and input first? Next time this happens, just tell your team member, I want you to figure this one out and see what they come up with. And you'd be surprised how creative people can be when you give them that autonomy. In the, in the beginning of this whole process that we're talking about, it actually is going to feel like it's a more work than if you had never brought on somebody on your team in the first place. But over time, if you do have the right team members in place, and if you slowly start letting go of these processes, you're gonna see how much more freedom and time you have to actually focus on what matters in your business, which is actually growing it and getting it in the hands of more customers. So remember, there is ultimately no growth, or maybe a better way to phrase it is there's a limit to how much growth you can get unless you figure out a way to multiply your productivity. And the only way to do that is to bring in the right people to help scale whatever it is you have created.
So this week, our challenge to you, even if you are a single person working on your own business, an individual contributor, or a solopreneur, think about what are the processes and the things that I do every single week and every day that I can start delegating to somebody else. And even if you're just going to bring on a few contractors in the beginning to do that with, and then only later on this year, bring on a one core person on your team that maybe is a co-founder. Still, this is going to be a helpful thing to you, a helpful exercise to think through, and we think that you can come up with at least a few things to get off your plate to now focus on scale. That's it for our five-minute pick-me-up for this week, and we'll see you next Sunday.